When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, the difference between stress and distress and how that can have a massive effect on your trading. Now, before we get into it, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. I have no idea when I'm going to release this, but if it is between August 1st and August 12th, or I guess August 2nd and August 12th, make sure you head over to the website and sign up for the Bridging the Gap free two-week online trading workshop. It is free education for you. It is two weeks long, a mix between recorded sessions and live sessions. Get a chance to chat with a great community of traders. Get a chance to work with a great group of coaches. It's free. www.tier1trading.com. Check it out. So I just saw this awesome video clip on social media, and many of you guys might have seen it as well as it's going viral, but it's this clip of a skydiver who is falling to what looks like his death. And I'm not sure if he jumped out of a plane or jumped off of a hill, but um, the video starts from a kind of a third person view of, of him just like in this tangled mess, like, you know, going towards the earth at extreme speeds. And then it cuts over to, I guess he had a GoPro camera on top of his helmet or whatnot. So it's kind of like a, a you know, almost like a, a POV type of view of what he's going through. And it is horrible, right? The situation is he's, he's diving, he's skydiving, whatever it is, and he unleashes his parachute and something goes wrong. His parachute gets tangled, all these wires come up and they wrap it up and it is not opening and he gets caught inside of it and he is picking up speed and you can see him getting closer and closer and closer to the ground. And I'm watching this thing on the edge of my seat and I know he's not gonna die, right? They wouldn't show that on social media, at least the, the social media that I follow that doesn't show people dying. But still, it's like it's like a movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how is this guy going to get out of this situation, right? How is James Bond gonna get away from this villain? And he's getting closer and closer to the ground, picking up speed, the situation's getting worse. And finally, like last minute, he finds a way to like wiggle himself out of it, cuts loose his main parachute, unleashes his secondary parachute. It's say, or I guess he had two secondary parachutes, kind of gets that situated hits the ground with a thud, right? It wasn't a soft hit, it wasn't an easy landing by any means, but much better than what it looked like it was gonna be. Hits the ground with a thud and was like, ah, oh, thank God. And I'm thinking to myself, how is this guy so calm? If I were in that situation, now I never went skydiving before, cliff jumping or anything like that, but if I were in that situation, 100 out of 100 times I would have died. I would have died because boom, this is what I expected to happen. It's messed up. What do I do from there? And it was so cool to see how this guy kept his cool under pressure. And I bring this up as part of the Trading Coach Podcast because this directly follows a lesson that I did this morning in part of the Bridging the Gap workshop, right? We were doing a live room session. We were kind of doing a, a slower session because we have a group of newer traders in the room. So we're kind of explaining the whole process of trading and rules-based trading and, and all that fun stuff you guys have heard many times by listening to the Trading Coach podcast or watching any of my stuff on YouTube. 
And we were talking about two things. We were talking about the difference between, well, the, the importance of having a process. Our process is the IPDE process, identify, predict, decide, execute. And if you follow that process, it's basically like a, like a, a, you know, imagine a hallway and there's different security doors. At the end of that hallway is the trade. That is the execution of the trade where you can actually get busy and get into the markets. But before you have the right to execute that trade, you've got to walk through all these screens. You've got to identify, you got to pass that door, whoop, open up. You've got to predict based on your identification, you got to open up that door, whoop. you've got to decide, and then boom, after you get the, the decision out the way, then you can finally go to the execute. So you have to earn your right to execute these trades. And that process works as basically a fail safe. It, it tries to, if, if there's anything missing or, or you know anything, any steps that are missed in there, you, you cannot make it, right? And everything blows up and fails, and you're not allowed to trade. Um, and it's a process that keeps us very consistent. It's a process that keeps us very disciplined. And I was telling the traders, the group that, the biggest difference I see between struggling and successful traders is how they handle situations. And the trade that we were looking at was a trade that was on my radar. However, it wasn't quite time to take the trade. So I always say this, you wanna be predictive in your analysis, reactive in your execution. So we wanna predict what we think is gonna happen. Um, we wanna kind of go through our scenarios of how we're gonna attack it, how we're gonna approach it if it does happen. But ultimately we need to wait for that signal. We need whatever that signal may, may be for you, we need that signal to enter the trade. And during that time, while you're waiting for that signal, it could be five minutes later, it could be an hour later, depending on your time frame and your duration, whatever like that. But while we're waiting for that signal, what we wanna do is we wanna rehearse the other aspects of our trade. So I know what I need to enter the trade, but let's look at targets. Where do I wanna take targets off? Let's kind of solidify that part of it. Let's look at risk and stop. Let's solidify that part of it. Now I have my risk reward ratio. Now I know kind of if it meets those rules of my trade as well. Let's get everything else settled so that all we need to do is at the end of that five minute candle or 10 minute candle, whatever it may be, all we have to do is click the button because we've already rehearsed everything. And the brilliance in that rehearsal is that it doesn't just kind of tell us what we need to know in order to execute the trade but it gives us confidence, right? And we were speaking about the difference between going into a situation kind of free-for-all or going into a situation that's rehearsed. And a good example of this is kind of public speaking, right? Um, if you've ever given a, a presentation, whether it's school, whether it's your job, right? If you can imagine yourself going into that presentation where you know maybe someone gave you the topic like, five minutes before, like, hey, John, you know, can you talk about, um, you know, quantitative analysis or something like that? And you're like, uh, 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 right? You're pretty nervous. You're pretty on edge as you go to that conversation or as you go to that presentation because you haven't practiced, right? All the emotions are stirring up and you're, you're kind of in this panic mode, right? On the other hand, if you were given information about that presentation months in advance, and if you've maybe rehearsed this presentation or have you done it you know, for the last 10 years every year, now you're much more settled, you're more confident, you're more comfortable, you're more likely to give a good presentation because those emotions aren't stirring. And the best I had this explained to me was by Dr. Brett Steenbarg. He's a great trading psychologist, um, works over at or helps the traders over at S&P Capital as well. He's got some really good books. If you want to read them, I would recommend. Um, I, got, I got a lot of them. Um, if I had to pick one, I would say, man, The Disciplined Trader is good. 
Um, I think there's two versions of that, Discipline Trader and, or no, not, not Discipline Trader, that's uh, Mark Douglas, that's another good book though. Trading Psychology and Trading Psychology 2.0 are two good books by uh, Dr. Brett Steenbarger. And let's see, The Daily Trading Coach, that's a, that's a fun one as well, it's an underrated book. But he said that there is, he was telling me there, there is a massive difference between stress and distress, because I was talking to him about kind of, you know, I don't really, I, 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 at, there was a point in time where I, I thought I didn't have emotions. Now, I don't really have a lot of emotions in, in general in life. I'm not a very emotional person. And I think years of sports and athletics um, and other kind of childhood trauma have uh, have allowed me to be like that. But he spoke to me and, and, and Denise Scholl is another one that said, you know, as human beings, we all have emotions, right? We can't just avoid them and say that they don't exist. We all have them. The difference is we choose to act on them in different levels. And something that Dr. Uh, Brett Steenbarger told me was like, there's a massive difference between stress and de-stress in a situation. Meaning that when we have a situation where we're trading and the trade is almost there and we got five minutes and we got to make a decision in five minutes, the newer trader, the one that hasn't prepared, the one that hasn't rehearsed, right? They're going to be in a state of distress, right? Because the candle, you know, markets won't wait for you. Those candles are going to form. And when you see that big red candle forming and it's time for you to get involved, if you don't know exactly what you want to do, you're going to freak out. You're going to panic. Your emotions are going to run high. You're going to, uh, I don't want to miss the trade up, but I don't want to get in trade. What do I do? And then you just, you, you decide something. You make a decision. Whatever decision is, it's the wrong decision because you're in a state of distress. Another good example, um, which I always use, is like driving a car. I'm sure all of us have been in situations where we've almost gotten into car accidents, right? Um, you know, whether it's maybe it's an icy day and, and, and the car starts slipping, you start hydroplaning out there. And if you've never dealt with that situation before, you're probably going to panic. You're going to start spinning the wheel in all different directions and whatnot and freaking out and you're going to crash. If you're someone that has dealt with that situation, you know exactly what to do. I got to turn the wheel. I got to go with the curve, right? And blah, 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 blah to save yourself. It's the same thing in trading, right? If you have rehearsed, if you are, if you have experience, that situation where that clock is ticking, where you've got five minutes, maybe three minutes left now to, to understand how to take the trade, instead of being in this panic mode where you're, you're stressing and you're freaking out and you're making kind of you know, clouded decisions, you're still in a state of stress, right? Your heart is still pumping fast. It's still not a comfortable period of time, but you've done this enough where you can still go through the process. You can say, okay, I got, I got three minutes. Relax, Akil. I used to do this a lot when I was day trading because those signals come pretty fast. I said, okay, let's relax, relax, relax. Okay, identify, boom, predict. Okay, here we go, boom. Stops there, risk reward there. That's two to one. Okay, boom, we're good to go. Whew, got 30 seconds left. You can handle those situations. And that's exactly what this skydiver did. Falling. His life is on the line. Again, if it was me, 10 times... 10 times out of 10, 10 times out of nine, I would have died. I would have died an extra time, right? <laughs> just, for, just because. But 10 times out of 10, I would have died out there because I, I, I would have had no idea how to handle that situation. And even if I did, I probably would have panicked. And this guy falling, I don't know how many miles per hour, to earth, to his death, is cool, calm, and collective. Because he's going through the protocols. Okay, I rehearsed this. 
if this happens, then I do this. Okay, try to release that. Nope, that didn't work. All right, if that doesn't happen, go to do this. Oh, that just made the situation even worse. All right, what is my last protocol? Cut the cord, bail. And boom, he did it and saved his life. It's the same thing with people that do like gun safety training, right? I don't know if you guys have ever seen someone panic with a gun. They're not hitting anything. They're reaching for it. They're not holding it the correct way. They're probably closing their eyes. They're not in a stable position. They're shooting everywhere and they're missing. Someone that has rehearsed it at the gun range over and over and over again, you know exactly what you're doing for when that situation comes. And if there ever is a situation like that, it's still going to be stressful, yes, but you're not going to panic. You're not going to be in a, uh, in a state of de-stress. And that's where we need to get with our trading. We need to be in a state of stress. You know, Not that we want to be there, but it's natural. We can't avoid it. We're going to be in a state of tr uh, stress with trading. Why? Because money is on the line. Money is a highly emotional trigger. It is going to have an effect on us. It can have varying degrees of effects on us depending on how much money we're risking, but it's still going to have an effect on us. So is the fact that it's out of our control. And I don't know if this is a me thing or everybody thing, right? It, 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 I like control. I, I don't like flying airplanes because I'm not in control. I, I have zero control over the situation. I, I don't like situations where I'm not in control. The market, I have a little bit of control because I can, I, I can choose whether I get in. I can choose whether I get out. But ultimately, I have no control over the outcome of any given trade. I don't care. It could be my grade A trade, the number one trade in my playbook. I have no control over whether it wins or loses. And that puts me in a slightly stressful position because it's out of my hands. I can't do anything about it. I don't like those situations. But when you rehearse them, when you know what you're doing, you just have to learn to deal with the stress. And if you're dealing with the stress, you typically don't see mistakes. Where do those mistakes come? When you're in a state of de-stress and you start breaking the rules, you start panicking, you start freaking out, and you start going against the protocol the protocol which you set in place to ensure that you can be a consistently profitable trader. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Again, free workshop, do it. I'm gonna keep pounding you in the head about it because I don't want emails after it's gone saying, Akil, I never heard about it. So get over to the website, www.tier1trading.com. Check out that free Bridging the Gap workshop. And I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this late, there is probably another workshop around the corner. So just make sure you stay in the loop with what we're doing. That way you don't miss the next one.